tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to Tinfoil Hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Good morning, Swarm. Good morning, Swarm. Welcome to Tinfall Hat. You know I am. You know I'm here to do. I'm here to rock. Yeah, I mean, I'm rocking with a bat. My voice is shot. It's been shot for three days. It, well, yeah, it got shot, what, Friday night? No, actually, no, I got heard shot it, I, Thursday yeah. night. I heard it Friday morning, and it was bad. The second we got to the airport, I would looked at you, and I was like, what So what happened, happened was Johnny and I did a three-hour broken sim, and both of our vi- voices were completely shot after. Yeah. So then... During. Yeah, so by the end, we're like, both lose our voice. The next morning, I wake up, and it's, okay, it's a little bad, but then by the time I went to the Comedy Store 50th anniversary, man, it was shot. I could barely talk. How was that? Oh, it's incredible. It was incredible. I saw a lot of photos. So no. many people that I hadn't seen forever. It was so cool, and I'm so happy I stayed. Did you get emo? A little emotional, like, in your feels? Oh, yeah. Well, when they Nostalgic. did the, the, the uh, in the memoriam, it was super sad. Okay. And I wondered, like, who who's lost more people, comics or porn stars? Because <laughs> they always do in memoriam that's at tough, the AFN. Yeah. AFN I AVN, mean, so. AVN. I'm like, I, dude, that's got to be, like, half your show right there. Right, <laughs> and it was so weird, and I'll get into the show, but it was so weird. Okay, I'll talk about it. I'm broken sim, but anyways. So, uh, yeah, I want to thank everybody from El Paso. I love you very much. Uh, I'm sorry, my voice is out. I tried my hardest, and uh, we did it. And you were very kind to me, Corpus Christi. You were amazing. Thank you so much. So both those shows are great. Thank you for coming out. We got a lot of live shows coming. I'm gonna. I, somebody can play that. My opening's too long. So we're gonna shoot it. That was Dana. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody says it's like, what do you guys? What do you want from me? But we have live shows coming. Fredericksburg. We're gonna be in Virginia, Baltimore. Then we're gonna be in. Keep going down. We're gonna be in Palmdale. Chicago's coming. Then we're gonna be in Float Fest on April thirtieth. Then. Very excited to announce that to, uh, that Comedy Chaos is back live May 4th at the uh, uh, Comedy Store. And then we're going to be in Laguna Niguel. If you want to see me live or anyone on the show live, just go to samtripoli.com for all of your needs. There is a telegram that is associated with this show. Okay, just go to samtribly.com, click the telegram. It's Tim Fall Hat, Only Conspiracies. We are over 3,000. We're almost at 3,100. Our goal is 10,000. Join us there. It's bombs, 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 bombs. And then we have t shirts that are available. Go to timfallhattshirts.com or Sam Tripoli. Click the banner. Are these sold out? We are, are, are almost the Goomer sold out. out. Almost. We're almost sold Let's out. Let's go. Let's get them sold our, out. On the shirt that got XG's yep. tenfold hat account. XG banned. right now is paying thousands and thousands of dollars to get his Instagram back that he lost because yes. of this shirt. So get the outlaw shirt right there. Yeah, this there. is a super outlaw shirt. 
TinfoilHatTshirts.com. Uh, what else is there? Uh, Rockfin. If you're looking for premium content, go to R-O-K-F-I-N.com. All my premium content's there. All of Xavier Guerrero's We mm-hmm. Don't Smoke the Same's content is there. Johnny's content is there. Conspiracy Broken Social Sam. Club, Zero, Broken Sim, U- Union of the Unwanted's there. Tim Fall Hat Premium's there. All on rockfin.com. Calm. Is there anything else, guys? Uh, then the new one, the the video is already available on Rockfin, and we just had the ultra long voice losing nope. episode drop on your podcasting feeds. Broken Sim, check yeah, it out. Broken Sim. So, and if you want to hear some live, uh, if you want to get free entertainment, we have a ton of RSS feeds. All you gotta do is go to samtriply.com, click the banner, Tim Fall Hat, Broken Sim. Cash Daddies, Punch Drunk Sports, then I and Union of the Unwanted. Then I also have uh, some uh, from the vaults of my premium package shows, which are Zero and Conspiracy Social Club. You can now get those shows la, uh, for free from the vault, just on RSS feeds, wherever you listen to podcasts. So go check that out. And before we go, I just want to give a say goodbye to a good friend of mine, Sarah Mostajabi. Sarah Mostajabi. Um, I recently found out she passed away and it really sucks because she was such a wonderful person and she was just such a, uh, just a fun person to be around. And she helped me with the, you know, only conspiracies when it was, uh, on at the comedy store and she was such a nice person and, you know, here we lost another person. I haven't heard why. You know, I understand what Ryan Diggs says. It doesn't really matter because it really doesn't. It just sucks that we lost her. And, you know, guys, I hope you guys can just find love, find happiness, and uh, live a full, long life. And, Sarah, I'm going to miss you so much. You are just a little fairy princess running around the comedy store, and you will always be in my heart. And uh, I'm going to miss you, Sarah. All right. So uh, enjoy this episode. It's with Alex Primetime Stein. It's a wonderful conversation. Enjoy the show. Go deep, homeboy. Open your mind. All right, let's bring in local celebrity. Uh, I feel like I discovered this guy. <laughs> I feel mm-hmm. like he was just a dude at one point just shouting into deep space. And I go, this guy's got something going on. And you need to go back and watch. As I said, this guy's going to blow up. I said it. I said it. I go, Alex Stein, going to blow up. And sure as shit, everybody's talking about him. I see talent. I have an eye for who's going to blow up. And uh, here he is. He's from the Conspiracy Castle. Please welcome Primetime. Alex Stein to the show. How are you, brother? Wow, that's some <laughs> professional intro, and that's why you are a pro, Sam. And let me tell you something. You did call it. You said, I'm going to blow up. So anybody out there that's questioning that, you can go back and you can check the receipts. Sam has every single receipt. And I want to say, listen, Sam, you were one of the first big podcasts that I ever got on. So, like, uh, you know, now that I've been on Tucker Carlson and I'm Mr. Fox News, none of that couldn't have happened. It would not have happened without your support. So I really appreciate that. And let's give some support to XG and Johnny 
Hollywood Woodward because I know there's a crew that make it happen. And uh, I just want to say thank you, Sam, for the support, dude. In this day and age where not a lot of people support you, you kind of need other content creators. Like, that's your initial support. So, like I said, it really does mean a lot. Thank you for that awesome well, introduction. I appreciate you saying the kind words. I appreciate you giving a shout-out to these two guys. Just know they are replaceable. Okay. I'm coming for your spot, dude. You better watch out. I'm going to be moving to LA. Hey, you better learn Spanish. The... You better learn Spanish, dude. That's, well, that was the first thing Sam asked me. You know Spanish? I need a Mexican on the group. Yeah, dude. Mexicans love conspiracies. Alex, a lot has gone on since we last saw you, and I can't think of a better person to have on because I lost my voice. I did a uh, three-hour broken sim, and <laughs> neither of us could talk after it. Was it. So bad. Three hours of talking, and I lost my voice, so I'm glad to have you on. Feel free to go crazy. Um, but uh, Alex, like, man, you are fearless, dude. I love everything you're doing, and I, I you know, this is how you know you're doing something right is when people start to just jack your swag, jack what you do. And I see people doing it all over the place. So congratulations on that. Can you kind of bring us like what Sam, is going on with you? I had to cut you off. I had to cut you off. Okay. First of all, you were the guy, your tweet went viral. So many people said it to me. Sam Tribby's like, uh, uh, tweets. Oh, uh, you know, Alex Stein, everybody's copying his bit. First of all, Sam, I'm a hack comedian. I'm not the first person to ever go to a city council meeting and do this bit. I'm just kind of the one that's the first done it in like a red pill, uh, culture jamming fashion. And, and I didn't actually create this term. That's what people are calling what I'm doing. It's called culture jamming. It's when I take the crazy left culture, just any crazy culture, and you jam it back in their face and people are like wait what is this really what i'm like because you know as a content creator when you try to give people information that doesn't wake them up we have to make people question the reality in which they're living so that's what i'm doing i'm culture jamming but when you say people are jacking my swag i love it dude my favorite one of my favorite movies is fight club and in that movie all of a sudden you know fight club became a global you know worldwide club that's what i want i want people in every city sam doing the same thing i don't care if it's a similar shtick i don't care if they're going there and speaking very seriously this is what i want because every single politician sam it doesn't matter how small they are the george soros loves these small local politicians and the reason why they're important is because these guys make legislation that actually affects the entire world so dallas is a big city so if you can go there you can go to these other little towns and shake things up and put these politicians on notice we can actually make change because i'm telling you i say this constantly Every time a politician gets elected, they all of a sudden think that we work for them, which that's not the case. They work for us, Sam. But in this day and age, their ego, oh, I'm a city council member, District 4, I'm important. Nobody gives a shit. You're an idiot. You're a loser. You need to help us out. You need to do stuff that makes our lives better. But they don't because the problem is, Sam, we're being run by multinational corporations. The people that are calling the shot are called Pfizer, are called Halliburton. They're not called Sam Tripoli. You and I... We don't have any power, but if we are part of a huge conglomerate like Disney, then we can donate $500 million so that our teachers can talk to their first graders about their gay crews. Like, that's the problem is we live in a world that was not being run by humans. We're being censored on the Internet by artificial intelligence, and we're having decisions that are made by companies like Apple – 
that will destabilize America. And then in their co- their companies in China at Foxconn, they have to have suicide nets because they have so many employees that are jumping off the roof. So if you don't think that we're living in some sort of dystopian uh, era right now, you're, you're, you're blind, you're dumb. You don't realize what's happening. And I know you're awake to that. And I know the people that watch your show are awake to that. But sadly, the mass majority of people are just dead asleep, even after this pandemic, Sam. I thought it'd wake everybody up, but people are still now going about their business and uh, have no idea what, what What's really happening you're fearless brother and that's what it takes to really go to the next level it's just you have to be fearless and you really are that and i watched you at one of these uh, that this ridiculous like campus in texas where a guy who's whose child was basically kidnapped spiritually by the mother of 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 the child and is forced to take hormone therapy or something like that. And the father was pushing back against it. And uh, the dad is now running for office. And it just became this giant, like, cultural fucking firestorm on this campus. And you went right into it. And, like, it was really crazy, Alex. Like, the energy that was, like, directed at you. And what what I found amazing about it is that these are the people that these uh, programs we're, we're installing to and uh, anti-bullying, right? It's like they're anti-bullying things. These are the people that those anti-bullying measures are set up to protect. And now they're full on like engaging in like almost violence with you over di- not agreeing with them on their view of the world. And I thought we have really made it so people who need a nice chin check in their life are allowed to go through life thinking they're bad motherfuckers and they can treat people like shit. Like, tell me about that whole experience, like that that situation and that, that whole experience you went through. Wow, Sam. So you're spot on. So uh, the story you're talking about has happened at University of North Texas, which is a liberal college. And, and I want to say this. I can't speak for you, Sam, but I know that you're a pretty liberal person. I'm pretty liberal. I consider myself a populist. And, and after this event, what was happening is Jeff Younger has a uh, nine-year-old kid that is about to have gender reassignment surgery and then has hormone blockers. And that same nine-year-old, this nine-year-old kid is actually a twin. So the other twin is a boy and has no issues. Their life is no different. Wow. But the re- yeah, but this is the big problem with it is, is they, they label me transphobic. I'm not transphobic at all. I just think that in this day and age that we won't even let kids, a nine-year-old, pick their dinner, much less take uh, irreversible hormone blockers that changes their whole maturation in life. Because when you look at puberty, you only have one puberty. And there's a lot of uh, stories. This isn't me making up. This isn't hyperbole. This isn't metaphor. People that were given hormone blockers at age nine or 10, then they decided to come off it at 16 boys that thought they were transitioning to girls. And then they were stuck with the same size penis as a nine-year-old because their body stopped developing. So that's that's what we're going through, Sam. Come on, my dog's going crazy. Ginger, get out of here. Sorry, what I'm saying is this is the problem with, with, with the transgender movement. You're talking about how, like, bullying isn't bad. Listen, we don't want to bully any kids, but we're disconnected with reality. And what we're doing under the guise of social justice is we're making we're letting children make lifelong decisions that they don't understand the repercussions of. You know that. Like, I, I, even at a 25-year-old is an idiot, Sam. You know this. Like, your brain's not even done until you're basically 30. And even then, I'm in my 30s, and I'm still dumb. So I guess my whole point of it is, is when I went there, 
And I saw these, this crowd of college kids. I was literally in the belly of the beast because these kids are indoctrinated into thinking that, oh, Beto O'Rourke is so cool. He projects trans kids. He's on a skateboard. Yet they don't realize that we're literally cutting off the genitals of, of children. The same thing that they do in some of these Muslim countries where they give uh, women circumcisions, where they, they do genital mutilation. So this isn't some new thing. They've been doing this for years, uh, genital mutilation. But you talk about it all the time, like the loose and about the sinister uh, you know, the sinister things that's really going on. When you look at the transgender movement, I'm not anti-trans. If you're an adult and you want to wear a dress, go ahead. But we shouldn't indoctrinate our kids in order to saying or coming out that they're gay in order to gain clout or gain attention from the other classmates because that's what kids do. They're so impressionable. They think, oh, I want to be different. I want to unique. I want to be unique. So I'm going to say that I'm gay because their first grade teacher just told them how much fun they had on a gay cruise. Or you have Pete Buttigieg's husbands is making this is a, this the you know what Secretary of Transportation's husband had his class as they played this on Tucker Carlson having kids pledge allegiance to the gay pride flag. Now I love gay people. I have gay family members. I'm not anti-gay one bit. But we don't need to be talking about sex period with children. You got to let kids figure that out on their own. But in this day and age, you have constant internet porn. You have uh, a constant uh, trauma-based mind control from the media. Just you have people in what is called fight or flight. And when you're in that fight or flight state, you can't see two inches in front of your face. That's when you're easily most yeah. manipulated. And that's what's happening. All these kids are just easily manipulated, Sam. Guys, I want to tell you about our new sponsor, Copy My Crypto, okay? I mean, so many people are making ridiculous money from crypto, huh? And you know what? You've been like, how can I do it? And well, guess what? It's really easy. Thanks to Copy My Crypto membership site. Show you the coins that YouTuber James McMahon personally holds and allows you to copy them. It's like having a big brother who knows what he's doing. You don't need to know a thing about crypto or how to invest. You simply do what he does. So let me tell you more about James. He runs Crypto with James YouTube channel, which despite heavy censorship, has over 17,000 subscribers and 1 million views. And since March 2020, he, he's told his viewers to buy 26 crypto coins. Had you put 100 bucks in each, it would now be worth 53 grand, okay? Of the 26 coins, his top pick of the year called Phantom is currently up over 400, 440 times from what he said. That, that one call alone could has retired a number of people, including guys in their 20s and 30s. Remember, this is public knowledge. You can go to YouTube and verify this for yourself, which you should always do with everything, okay? So if you'd like to join 1,300 members who copy James, then stop what you're doing and head over to copymycrypto.com slash TFH. You're not only, you'll not only find proof of everything he, I've said here, but my listeners gain full access for just $1. You won't find this offer anywhere else, but act fast because the offer ends soon. That's copymycrypto.com forward slash TFH. That's TFH. Don't take this offer lightly. He's the real deal. Go visit his site. Please invest wisely. You can't even talk about sex at work. That's called sexual harassment. Dude, if you go up, if you go up point. to a girl like, and you tell her, "Hey, I had an orgy last night yeah, with a bunch of chicks." Yeah. Guess what? Sexual harassment. Yeah. But yeah, you can talk to it Holy with fucking shit. middle schoolers. Once in a while, Xavier just nails it. 
Once that he, he just he's like that. He's like that scene in old school where Will Will Ferrell just starts spitting all this genius uh, answer to it's that just question. Unbelievable. Sometimes he just nails it, and he's completely right here. It's just like in any other format, talking sexually with. Basically, you're either your employees or your customers would bring HR fucking fire down on you. And now we're, we're sitting here going, hey, man, teachers should totally be allowed to talk about all their, all their sex that they're doing. It's, it's so bizarre. I mean, hormone therapy. I mean, I'm old enough to remember when there was John McCain's piece of shit garbage ass that is getting fisted in hell right now. Okay. I uh, had a whole hearing. On high school kids taking steroids. Yeah. And there was a big no. moment. Like, that's why the whole steroid movement became some baseball, because we are so worried about influencing yeah. children. Yeah, but Sam, now we have Leah Thomas, who swam on the University of Pennsylvania men's team for three years, ranked 457th in the collegiate ranking of his swimming on the men's side, goes to the women's side, and is breaking world records and wins two events in the NCAA championships. And they're saying, oh, well, that's social justice. But imagine your daughter spent her whole entire high school career and college career and every waking moment outside of school, inside of a pool. They make it to the NCAA championships, and they get second place to a woman with a cock and balls and the media is going to cheerlead that and they're going to airbrush her face so she looks more like a woman because it's such a disgrace that they can't even show what Leah Thomas actually <laughs> looks like and those same teammates are complaining that Leah Thomas's cock and balls are in their face in the locker room and the same mainstream media that wants to manipulate you it's just oh this is so good this is social justice it's like Dude, we shouldn't have to capitulate to the 1%, less than 1%, and make the other 99% of people suffer for it. And that's the major problem. And, we're going and, through, and what you're talking about right now is cultural Marxism, and it's being done purposeful. And, and I'm being honest with you, Johnny, and I've been talking a lot about this. Even like people on the far left progressives are starting to really open up to what's going on. Listen, again, I, I, listen, dude, I did a lot of drugs. Okay, I did a lot of drugs. Same. Right. I did. I enjoyed it. I yeah. started with Coke and I got in the speed. You all know that, okay? Uh, believe me, I know trans people, okay? Let's just put that out there, all right? I, I am if, if you I want am. proof of that, check out the latest Broken Simulation. Check out the latest Broken Sim, okay? <laughs> Sam's I'm, told me to I'm be trying to have fucking, I'm giving fatherly advice to naked trans hookers, okay? That's who I am, okay? Because I believe in abundance. We have the footage. Right? So, so I believe, but the notion that there's even enough trans in the world to even fucking, if you took all the trans in the world and brought them to one place, there wouldn't be enough of them to affect any kind of voting block. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, there's not oh, enough of them to change the way we are doing it. So, what we've seen. And we can get in Kazarians and the and the Jews, your tribe, okay? And, and about why I'm a they, fake Jew. I'm a fake Jew, but go ahead. Sorry, okay. Sorry, I'm not so a if you want to get into why the 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 um uh the Kazarians picked pick Judaism, well, well, they were sur surrounded by a uh, a bunch of Muslims, Christians, uh, Russians, and then there, you know G the Jews at the time, according to the, according to the Bible, were were nomadic. It, it was much easier yeah. to pick a group because there's a small group. That's why they're pushing trans. 
because there's not enough of them to fucking be able to not be able to completely manip- manipulate this group of people. So what these people think is when they're they're talking out loud and it's getting a bazillion retweets, they think that's natural. It's not. It's astroturfing. And no, what's going on is social media and and, and BlackRock are are propping these people up to act, and it's and it's a term called p hacking, where you you select data and put it together, and make it look like there's a fucking kind of a, a movement going on or a way of thinking. When in reality, you're just excluding all the data that says that's not true, and you're presenting it like it's a it's one thought, one movement. Uh, and it's not it's astroturfing but these these and i i say this very lightly these useful idiots are being used to basically as american isis you really are you got to understand that you you are not being well the minute let's say marxism gets fully implemented they are going to scorch the earth okay with the disenfranchise they they go to Go on, sorry, buddy. No, you, you, I know. I just want to say you're 100 percent right. And you actually look at the gay community, and you look at like compared to the 80s and 90s, the amount of people that have transitioned is astronomical compared to the numbers that it used to be. So that is all done by you know, uh, uh, like you said, Twitter. Like they can take metadata and make it seem like, oh, this is a normal thing. We have to capitulate to the one percent. But I, I just want to say you mentioned BlackRock, and of course you have the cultural Marxism. But this is one of the biggest issues: is that they'll give any dumb kid a, a, a loan a hundred thousand dollar loan to go to college and get a useless and worthless degree trust me i have one and i don't use it at all but if you wanted to buy a house unfortunately you have vanguard and blackrock buying every single house artificially inflating the value because they're a 10 trillion dollar corporation and you and i don't have barely 10 cents compared to them so that's what's happening is these evil corporations like i was saying earlier these multinational corporations they're not only turning the kids gay but they're making it impossible to have the american dream and people don't even realize that and you were talking about how people on the progressive side are waking up because the Overton window is going so far that even people that are super left are realizing like, man, I don't know if five-year-olds should have gender reassignment surgery. And then all of a sudden the internet's be like, oh, you bigot, you racist. So that's where we're at, Sam, is where the progressive side is waking up. But how are we going to beat these evil companies like BlackRock when they can use data to manipulate people into thinking, oh, well, it's social justice to do whatever we can to bend over backwards for less than point zero. Zero eight percent of the population. I, I totally agree with you. And so let's take a look at what at what kind of happened here. So you know, Johnny again sends me this clip from a real time with Bill Maher, and Bill Maher is it seems to be on the side of the notion that teachers shouldn't be talking about sex with students, you know, and because it's gotten that crazy that Bill Maher, who let's let's face it, since two thousand. 15 has been like on the wrong side of everything like it's Mm -hmm. been like i used to love to watch bill maher and then as i watched him kneecap bernie sanders who at the time i thought should have been the the guy and based on the data it was who the democrats wanted even though i disagree with everything he's saying now i thought this is the party this is who they want they should get who they want that's what we believe democracy is i don't agree with anything he does now and now i know that Bernie Sanders took a fucking dive for cash prices in houses like he can go fuck himself but Bill Maher was pushing like oh you shouldn't vote third party so I and then like uh, all this shit with Russiagate he was pushing it but it's gotten so insane now 
It's gotten so insane that even Bill Maher is waking up to it. And a big thing that we saw is like, I, I'm going to be honest with you, some of my very good friends got clipped with this Me Too movement. And one of mm -hmm. them in particular was getting cues left and right of grooming. And what I was talking about is like, I guess 40 women came forward. 38 of them were above the age of 18 years old. The <laughs> yeah, two that yes. were, that were below got busted lying about the text threats and everybody yeah. nobody wants to talk about that one admitted she she had doctored the evidence the other one said i know my truth right i mean she lied about her age right so yeah. she and Listen. and she came back later on and said hey i'm legal now let's fuck right so let's put that and i oh, was that's saying, a super red flag yeah, if you but ever I was text even back saying, saying at hey, the time yeah. that it's like they they again try to position that like of what like uh child sex trafficking and all that stuff was, and I'm like, that's not what we in the conspiracy movement are talking about. We're talking about the kidnapping, raping, filming of the rape of young children. Not like, hey, you want to go backstage your favorite comics thing and then go back home to your dorm or go back home to your parents. That's not what we're talking about. Now, I'm not saying a 38-year-old man should hook up, be hooking up with a 17-year-old. I mean, we can get into what happened this weekend at, the, at our show, but which is like a 20-year-old came and brought her dad, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so old now. The girls that are legally aged like, are closer to the age of my daughters than to me, okay? Yeah. So yeah. I need to, like, that's that. No, you can no, tell the way that's realization. Yeah. And, and, and Sam, you're not that much older than me. I'm saying it's really crazy how, uh, how, how time flies. But to one point I want to make, you know, about the Bill Maher, you know, now he's kind of, you know, be, be, being more based, I guess. But, like, you look at a guy like John Stewart, who is terrible, even his politics still suck. And he talks about how the world is racist and black people can't get ahead. But he did make a good point. He said, if he tried to do the Daily Show in this day and age and say that the Iraq war was bullcrap and that we didn't have weapons of mass destruction, what they do is they would give him a strike for disinformation. They would kick him off the Internet. And that's exactly what they basically did to your, your YouTube channel. Now we have to go to Rockfin. So it's just sad that that in this day and age, we can't even have free speech. 100%. We, can't create, we can't even create content. So like we, we got to cheerlead for these one when bill maher says one based comment like oh we shouldn't no, talk you're about totally right but the reason We're i was screwed. saying that alex is because what happened on the show is he goes hey man i don't i don't think teachers should be talking about uh, you know, sex with their kid, with the, their class and we, what we're talking about are kindergartners through like what third graders and Johnny, this woman on there starts pushing back on it. Like yeah. the logic. Well, he of that. was talking about he was talking about pedophilia too, and she was trying to say that that we're in this satanic well, panic that it's it, that is statistics. The Republicans are playing games with statistics, is what she was trying to say. And like as we sit here and go, okay, so we uh, the reason I brought up my buddy is like they were saying he was grooming when it was eighteen and older. Like now you're now you're like suddenly like it's not grooming when it's like kindergartners to third graders, and you're telling them what's like like we talked about before, guys. It's like, I didn't know anything about my teachers. When I saw my teachers outside of school, I was like, did they escape? Did these robots <laughs> escape school? What are they? What do you mean they're human beings? Didn't know any of their first names. Uh, now now kids know their teachers' yeah. first names. They, they follow them weird? on Instagram. You don't think yeah, kids follow their kids on Instagram or at least know they have one? Be like, hey, have you been? Have you gone to Mrs. Samantha's fucking Instagram? She yeah. was out partying last night. That's why she's hung yeah, over today. And also, like, don't we have a problem with our teachers fucking their students? 
Like, yeah. isn't that a giant fucking That's issue? That's not right new, now? though. I mean, that happened every year when I was in high school. And you know what you never hear? It's usually a female teacher banging a boy. You know what I mean? It's usually the other way around. And that's the other thing. It's like we, when we talk about the conspiracy world, the sex trafficking, dude, we talk about the border between Texas and Mexico. Kamala Harris won't even visit it. Yet she'll go all day to po- uh, to Poland and all day long they're going to talk about Vladimir Zelensky and they're going to talk about the border between Russia and Ukraine. That's what this is. It's called hypocrisy. Like they want to get mad at a 38-year-old guy for sending a Snapchat message to a 17-year-old girl in a flirty way. Yet we have politicians like Bill Clinton that was riding on on Jeffrey Epstein pl- Jeffrey Epstein's plane more, 26 times without I his secret service. More, so that's what they do is it's all the distraction. It's all about hypocrisy. And that's why they pick a guy that's a well-known comedian or something just to distract us because they know at the end of the day it's a nothing burger and that nothing burger will hide all the actual juicy evidence that we have against elites doing bad stuff to actual children that, that you know, are kids, not 17-year-olds and some states are basically able to enter in some sort of sexual relationship. Hey, guys, I want to tell you about our friends at Fume, okay? That's right. You got to check out Fume. Fume is a natural inhaler designed for better safer, natural way to quit cigarettes. It's a no smoke, no vape, no nicotine replacement for the hand-to-mouth habit of smoking. Fume is made of 100% Canadian maple and uses cores infused with plant oils studied to curb cravings. They have flavors like peppermint and conquer with minty notes to simulate menthol cigarettes and other flavors like lemon berry bliss for a sweeter experience. All of their flavors are 100% natural. That means no harmful chemicals, no artificial flavors, and absolutely no nicotine. You know, I've gave, I gave Dana some uh, of this, and she was blown away by how much it helped with the cravings, okay? Uh, you know, she needs it. Get off it. Cigarettes, I tell her. Get on fume. All right, get on fume. So here's whether you are a smoker or an ex-smoker still struggles with craving. Fume is the perfect tool for you. It's time to create a positive habits and quit naturally with fume, okay? And we're here to make it easier right now. If you had to breathefume.com slash tinfoil and use the promo code tinfoil, you're going to save 10% off your entire order. You're going to save on cigarettes you aren't buying and you're going to save on your initial purchase of fume, okay? That's 10% off your entire order when you head to B-R-E-A-T-H-E-F-U-M.com slash tinfoil and use the promo code tin foil quit naturally with fume and use tin foil to save 20% off at breathefume.com slash tin foil guys i want to tell you about ip frequently podcast that's right the ip frequently podcast johnny woodard's favorite podcast that's right last time you went looking for a funny podcast it put you to sleep didn't it if you if you're like me and you appreciate your business news and your current events with a side of comedy Bang! When I was looking for a conservative business podcast, that was actually funny. I couldn't find any of them. They were nowhere. Most business podcasts tend to be too dry and too boring, and they don't understand what running a business is really about. Okay, then I listened to Dave and Brad, the host of IP Frequently, and found exactly what I was looking for. So here's what I want you guys to do. Go check out the Holy Grail Business Podcast. Subscribe to IP Frequently and stay up to date on their weekly stream of episodes, whether wherever you get your podcast, okay? Searching for that conservative business podcast that is anything but dry and boring, 
Well, search no more. Subscribe to IP Frequently and follow Dave and Brad's weekly stream of hilarious episodes wherever you get your podcasts. Check out Johnny Wooder's favorite podcast, IP Frequently. You know, uh, a lot of people are watching uh, Winning Time on uh, HBO. We're finding out that they've really fudged the facts on what was going on. But it's the essence of the time. And how everybody's loving it. I'm like, we could have that again. We just got to stop these bitches from snitching, okay? Because what we're finding out is like women are finding out that they really can't compete, okay? Uh, not, not. There's some dominators out there. Jessica Kershaw, Christina Pajinsky, uh, you know, Fortune Fence. Like, we can go on. There are so many funny females, okay? There's just a lot that just want to be famous, and they start to find out very quickly that they're not, and they, they don't know the difference between infamy and fame, so they make these accusations. But Sam, Harvey Weinstein's real, and all these motherfuckers that are losing out of the Me Too movement all knew he was doing it for years. Mm-hmm. And now oh, they yeah. suddenly want co- credit for like push when his when his fucking production company is fucking bottoming out. Now you're brave, right? Now you're brave. But let's look at the majority of these of these comics who got clipped. No evidence was ever put out. No, no case, no criminal cases, no nothing. But all CK asked to jack off. I know what he did is not right. Sorry to cut you off, but that's what makes you so mad about Louis CK is they canceled him. I know he won the Grammy. So now they're trying to be mad that cancel culture, but literally he's in a hotel with girls and he asked, are you not allowed to ask to have sex? Like what the heck? I'm I mean, I'm, I'm not and even trying to Those him. girls did like I'm friends with them. They weren't the ones that pushed that forward. They were. It was the reporter who put it, just like Tiger Woods, right? Tiger Woods, the chick who was the original Tiger Woods one, didn't go forward. It was another snitch bitch. And they've been talking a lot about how, like, second your your second girl, like, is now starting to <laughs> talk about it. Yep. And you're like, you don't understand yeah. how this fucking works. And what I want to say to especially women in Hollywood, it's like, I want you to really take a look at all these women who came forward, right? And said all this stuff without any evidence, right? Where are their careers now? Nowhere. Because I don't care how progressive you are, you don't you don't want to work with anybody that fucking will snitch on you, right? Nobody likes a fucking snitch. If something especially really, especially if you play happened, ball, especially if you played ball, yeah. If you played ball for a little bit and then now you want to be go snitching around, nobody wants to work with you no more because you're like you won't play ball when you got to play ball. Yeah. Well, it's also that like fucking like yeah, exactly. It's like if if something happened. I think, and this was Kurt Metzger's whole thing that he got in trouble for. He was like, if something happened, a sexual assault happened, go to the cops. Do you know what? He got shit for saying, go to the yeah. cops. Yeah. And yeah. it's they're just like, no, we just want to have this court of appeal. So a girl comes forward like this fucking whack job cunt who went out, went after Norm MacDonald after he died. He yeah. died. He died, and she's yeah. like, "I don't know why everybody said he was fucking sexually fucking." He made me feel very uncomfortable. And blue check mark after blue check mark of unfuckable female comics were like, "You're so brave. You're so brave. You're so brave." And you're like, "There's nothing brave about accusing a dead man who isn't here to defend himself. There's nothing brave. You know what that is? That's called being an attention whore. Okay. And guess what? Guess where that chick is." Nowhere. 
Well, Sam, you know why? Because comedy and the entertainment business, it's not a meritocracy. It's not based on merit. Like a guy like you've paid so many, so many dues. You've been at the comedy store forever, but as soon as they make a vaccine passport that's unproven, that's, you know, an experimental uh, bioweapon, no, you can't perform here. And I know they got you your show back, but what I'm saying is think about all the dues you paid. Yeah, somebody can waltz in there because they're triple vaccinated and take over your spot because that's not based on a meritocracy and everybody's looking for a shortcut. So that's why these people clout chase after people that just died. And you look at a guy, Dwayne Haskins. He was an NFL football player that just got ran over in Miami. He just died. He's 24 years old. And Adam Schefter in his tweet said he struggled to make the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, and they all dunked on him. And then Gil Brandt, a longtime Dallas Cowboys executive, said, this is exact quote, if he would have stayed in college, maybe he would have been smarter and not jogging on the highway. So it's it's just sad. This is what these people do. It's called low-hanging fruit. They go after, for a little bit of clout, they will literally go after the dead. So anybody that's willing to do that would very easily make a false accusation of some sort of sexual harassment in order to literally gain clout because they think it's going to further their career. But they don't realize is you got to put in hard work. You get out what you put in. And that's why it's taking you a while to be so successful. But that's because you put a lot in and you're getting stuff out. People don't realize that they're always looking for a shortcut, Sam. And that's why I do. I'm not here to kiss your butt. You're not a shortcut taker. You grind it out like everybody's supposed to do. But these people, they don't want to sit all night in a comedy club. They don't want to have to go do other things people's show they don't want to have to interview people constantly and you paid your dues and that's why you're successful but they don't want to have to do that yeah i totally agree with you man and it just sucks and i got a i got a like a twitter spat with somebody from one of my favorite comics she's funny as fuck i just don't want to say her name but she's a killer like she buries people and you know they were going after my friend brian callen and uh i was defending him and she's like she was like sam you don't know how he is behind closed doors he goes you don't know how he is when he's not around i go i i've been i've been around the world with this guy literally around the world for 20 fucking years you don't even know this chick you're just defending her because she's a woman you're like you're doing exactly what you're claiming you couldn't tell me one thing about this chick outside of what has been talked about in the fucking media and you're defending her because for some reason women hate other women until it comes to men and then they sync up and they start going after each other but and and, and the big problem particularly in hollywood alex is so much of the narrative now is being told by by people not just women both men and women who have decided not to have children so they don't care if what their what the future is beyond their last breath so injecting children with hormone therapy they don't care because they want a virtual signal so somebody at fucking viacom and their dead fucking network might give them a show that makes them feel like they're doing something even though they're not doing anything because nobody's watching any of their shit right now okay none of it but they can't be honest they have because it's all part of this uh, agenda 2030 where we're going to force people in the big cities, make them work corporate gigs and stifle any independent thinking because you won't get the promotion because you said one thing that Claire, the fat cunt in fucking HR doesn't like. <laughs> 
No, Sam, you nailed it. You look at any abortion rally, you know who the biggest champions for abortion are gay people. And yet gay people, they don't even have babies. They don't, they're not even in a relationship that produces a baby. Now, I'm not saying they don't adopt a baby or they can't have a baby, but that's one issue. So I'm actually talking with the Blaze right now. They're about to sign me to a contributorship, but I like, I don't know if I'm going to sign with them because this is the thing is there's even a lot of hypocrisy there. It's like, you know, and these, these places, they try to be super conservative. Yeah, you look at like a guy like Dave Rubin, who, who just had a baby with a surrogate, had two twin babies with a surrogate. Now that's okay. I don't necessarily think that that's that big a deal, but there's so many kids out there to adopt. So it's just so weird that a lot of these, a lot of the people that were just calling for abortion don't even want to have kids. So it's people that are just trying to virtue signal in order to, to check a box. So they're accepted by other people, but you made a good point. Like you're talking about how people do this to get on Viacom. Just not that long ago, you would watch Saturday Night Live, and on a Monday, there would always be a viral video. But now that doesn't happen because now comedy is dying in the sake of intersectionality. You have to have a you know gay trans lead character. Instead of the show actually being funny, instead of having a funny plot, you're checking virtue signal boxes. So that's why when you compare the top movies to 1994, it's like Shawshank Redemption, yeah. American Pie, yeah. Pulp yeah. Fiction. You compare to the top movies of 2021, it's Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Boss Baby 3. We're, that's why we, you and I, Sam, because we're not being politically correct, there's a huge void and that's the only reason that I'm, I'm being semi-successful because I'm filling a huge void that Viacom and these huge corporations are un they're, they're unwilling to do because they have to virtue signal to, to people that don't even care. I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. I, I, and it, and it's just crazy. Now, what I will tell you, Alex is like, I don't think comedy is dying. I think comedy is going the way of, of music where it's like, there is always going to be FM radio. There'll always be FM radio. And I have, I have a couple friends who are in a major FM radio sh channel out here, and I hope they collect checks to the end of fucking days, okay? But the truth is, they'll tell you behind closed doors, nobody's listening to radio. It will always be there, and they'll always be it, like, now, Johnny, this is where you jump in going, don't you listen to sports talk radio? Good no, point, I, Johnny. I, that is a good point, but I wasn't going to say, I, this is the ultimate example of that CNN thing you're talking about always. It's just on in the background of airports and shit like that. That's the radio. Yeah. I, I listen to a lot of radio. Yeah. All these fucking radio like stations. Like I said, retards. Yeah, but all these radio stations, <laughs> all these radio stations got podcasts now. You can listen to the whole thing without the music. Now they'll cut the music out, yeah, and they'll make it into a podcast, right, like right. Power Boy and uh, Breakfast Club. Now you can just listen to it as a podcast without the music. So they learn. They're figuring it out one way or another. They're right, not right. But still, I guarantee yeah, but, you, nobody's listening to those podcasts. Nobody's listening to those No, podcasts. you're 100% right. Wait, Sam, I got to make that point because she mentions at Breakfast Club. The only people that watch Breakfast Club are seeing the clips and they go viral because they're calling out Soldier Boy. Or Kamala Harris is talking about how she smokes weed. Yeah, she put in the three strikes law. They gave people yep. licenses uh -huh. for weed. So I'm, I'm just saying, like, dude, you're right. The, the FM radio will always be there. But people want this their content in a different form. They want it in the podcast form. They want it on on demand on their time because nobody wants this uh, geriatric terrestrial uh, entertainment. And that's why like even Netflix, even though it's on demand, it's still not good because every single uh, comedy special, it's either like an Indian guy or a transgender woman. Like, you know, they're, they're not giving the right people. They're not giving you a special. They're not giving the right people specials, the people that are in power. And so I'm not saying comedy is necessarily dying, but it's just, it's, it's going the way of social justice. And I do agree with you it's, though. I think the pendulum morphing, will brother. swing back. It's evolving. 
evolving and what it is. So like people always listen. There'll always be FM radio. It will always be there, but it doesn't have any power anymore. And it's all indie. You can even go into the streaming sites and you can say whatever you want about Spotify. But every year it goes, you discovered a hundred new bands. That's yeah. what it is. When you when you look at Coachella or whatever, yeah, the top two bill, bands on the bill, everybody knows. The rest of it are just indie bands that everybody fucking discovered. And that's and the favorite part of people. People that go to Coachella, their favorite thing is I came back with new artists that I didn't know were yeah, huge, 100%. and they're all the headliners. New STDs too. So. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but that is where that's where it's going. <laughs> but you know, it's like I was just thinking about this. Like most of these people I know, and I love. Like, there's a lot of people I'm talking about that I, I love to death. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but it's like, you know, there's a lot of people out there, dude. That uh, if if the industry just disappeared. They, you would never hear from them again. And I always say this, and maybe because I'm good at it, but podcasting is the real talent, dude. To be able to talk and get somebody to come see you, uh, to listen to, to, it's like why I think the Joe Rogan experience is so much bigger than Johnny Carson. Because when Johnny Carson was on, there was three channels and you had to pick. You know, how many podcasts are there? How many comedy podcasts are there? Everyone's going to Rogan. And even if you're talking about 10 million, that's still. It's so impressive. Yeah, it's so fucking yeah. impressive. It's so powerful. And I want to make this point, you know, like turning on the microphone and being able to talk into it, that's a huge talent. And like, you know, my favorite comedian of all time is Bernie Mac. And obviously I think he was killed by probably Steve Harvey to get some conspiracy. And I think it's kind of weird because, you know, he was waking up to a lot of stuff. But what I want to say is what Bernie Mac was talking about is he was on the Chris Rock show and Chris Rock, this is before he got the Bernie Mac show. And he's like, when are you going to get your show? And Bernie Mac's like, oh, I don't know. They don't want to play ball with me. Everybody gets a sitcom. You know, I just want to be myself. And that's what, that's the point he made is I I just want to be myself when it comes to podcasting you can just authentically be yourself and people that watch this and listen to this that can they can tell the audience can tell so to my point when i was talking about the blaze tv thing is i'm kind of nervous about signing a contributorship because then i can't talk about the shape of the earth i can't really necessarily probably talk about nasa and i know that my audience and fans will know that i'm not being genuinely myself so that's why rogan is successful because he goes there and talks extemporaneously not worrying about the opinion of others and that's what we want we want the real dope we don't we want the pure crack or the pure coke we don't <laughs> want the crack with the baking soda in it and people know that and that's why uh, podcasters like you are successful because that's a real skill to turn this mic on and talk into it for an hour not anybody can do that and that's why it's uh, that's why you're successful and that's why other people are successful elk stein all grown up look at that dude all grown up killing it dude and you know you back to the trans thing it's like there's this notion so like i i took a break from the comedy store i'm back and i want to say something i i've been hypercritical of a lot of people in LA and the comedy scene. And I'm just going to like be honest with you. It's because I'm super sensitive and I feel like I, they weren't very nice to me. And reality is that that was all in my head. Now I'm not saying that I, I they're just, you know, you know, you ever done that with people where you're like, Oh, the fuck this person. And then you see them and they're the nicest people. And you're like, why did I go yep. crazy on that? Because yeah. Sometimes you're right though. Sometimes I am, but I feel yeah. like I, 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 I go to the negative because I, I have a certain view of myself. And then when, when people don't reach that, now I'm not saying yeah. that everybody's perfect I and I, I was totally wrong, but I think sometimes I over, I over Analyze estimate things. my, my well, importance with people. Well, no, I mean, that's I, something I every human does. I want to, I want to make this point. So right now D magazine, that's like a local magazine in Dallas and they're writing a hit piece about me. They're like this lefty magazine. And I, I refused to do an interview with them, but they, they contacted my dad and all my dad's friends in Long 
long story short, my grandmother was this wild woman. She lived next to the high school and uh, she used to get in fights with the high school kids. And one of the high school kids pulled his car onto her property and she shot him. She ended up defending herself in court and getting it dismissed. But what I'm trying to say is to, to all this point, then my dad, they, they looked into my dad's history. My dad got in trouble. Like he had this house that got burned down and they, you know, some bad accusations happening because supposedly they were making drugs. I'm saying they're making drugs in the house, but this is what it has to do with your comedy thing is my dad is all worried because he's self projecting all of his own insecurities, all the things that he knows that, that is wrong with him that he thinks going to come out that they have no idea about. So that's probably what's happening in the comedy world. It's like, you think, Oh, somebody's not being nice to you. And you're thinking, Oh, it's because a B or C that you know about when really and truly they don't know anything. They're just probably going through their own drama. They're going through their own fight or flight, you know, nightmare with, with COVID, whether they're scared, they might get it. And they don't know how many boosters are going to take. So I guess what I'm trying to say is a lot of that is self projection because of our own insecurities. So the fact that you can see that, I mean, you're, you're an adult, you know, that like, like you got to give everybody grace, including yourself, Sam. Thank you. And, and the reason I bring that up is because, and I appreciate Alex. That's very well said. And that makes me really sad. You know, that there's this, ba- like, you know, I bring up the mob versus the, the FBI. They're like, leave our families alone. Like, I just don't, uh, this is what happens when you take violence out of the equation. Now, I am not saying that people, that violence is the answer. It's not the answer until it's the only answer. And the fact that these people think it's okay to go after your family is to me means they've never been punched in the face. And it's just like, yeah, dude, yeah, we're raising, dude, these anti-bullying measures are raising bullies. There's no reason for this magazine to go after Alex's family. There's just no reason for it. It's because they don't have anything on me, Sam. They're, they're trying to find dirt about my dad. They're trying to find dirt about everything. And you know that. Like, now in this day and age where I was at this event with this Ethan Ralph guy that's a, that's an e-drama celeb. Like, that's all he does. He's got the kill stream. And they swatted it. He had an event in Dallas, and they had the whole they had 18 colony cops come to his house. So it's these bullies are now using this digital age. And whether it's some blue check mark on Twitter, they're going and finding a tweet from 10 years ago where you said the N-word, and they're trying to cancel you. So it's like, dude, it's very sick that these people can't actually go after the substance, go after you or me. They have to come after our families. They have to go after the lowest hanging fruit. And that's the community that we live in or the world that we live in because people are so insecure. They have so much drama in their own life. They can only feel better because misery loves company by somehow bringing you into their nightmare of a life. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, dude. It's it's super, but the whole point of that is, is like, you know, I was having a talk with uh, one of the uh, new bookers in time. Well, she she's been at the the club for a, for a very long time, but she's now in charge of booking. And I just told her like, get her away from the woke shit. Your your last booker got into that, and that's why this place died. It's like get just killers kill, get killers that kill. That's all. People people love like fucking uh, you know diversity, except when it comes to their money they're paying for. They just want killers, dude. And you know there was this movement by this one woman, and that's why I took a little break from calling in anywhere because this one female comic in an attempt to get herself booked, which she did for a little while, she ended up getting on everybody's bookings, you know, was crying about there wasn't enough trans on the lineup. You're like, there's not enough trans in the world (laughs) to warrant worrying about trans on the fucking lineup. And then not only are you going, Hey man, Hey man, 
Okay? Like, we need more trans. Now you gotta be like, there's enough funny trans to warrant giving them a spot. You also now put the pressure on trans people who maybe didn't want anybody to know that they were trans to out themselves so that, you know, this quota is filled. No, now you start making fucking people that are so desperate in their life start putting on a wig and fucking makeup. And that's another thing is like, if you're trans, you can get away with, if you can get away with not being trans and actually say you're a female, why would you identify as trans? Yeah, I mean it's like it's it's completely. Yeah, that's that's, that's what what Johnny well, Sam, just said. You have to yeah, you have to sit there and be like, I'm actually trans, so I can stand up for the other trans instead of just saying, Hey, I'm a fucking female. Yeah, it's just so fucking weird. What's yeah, up, but, guys? Did y'all see? There's places in California now will give you a nine hundred dollar yep. a month stipend. It doesn't matter about your uh, previous pay or whatever you're making if you're trans. So it's going to encourage more people to be trans. They're going to see Leah Thomas winning. More people are going to change their sport in order to win because Leah Thomas in her sports article said, Oh, I identify as a swimmer first and foremost and so me as an ex-athlete like i would have done anything short of cutting off my penis to win a championship so you're right more people are going to be fake trans to get comedy spots but that's the problem is that these people literally don't want to earn it it's like that's what's sad is when they take the shortcut they realize it's going to be a long cut because it's going to be a road to nowhere and it's all under this fake guise of social justice when a comedy club should book somebody because they're funny like like you know a guy that hit me up a comedian that i didn't think was woke is darren carter the party star Starter. Oh my God. I, I love Darren. That's so great. Darren's hilarious. He's going to sing. I would have never, and I don't know how based he is, but I'm just saying there's guys like that that are funny no matter what, no matter what he does. And he would probably lose a spot because he's, you know, to a trans person or not because he doesn't have enough clout or he doesn't have A, B, or C. Yeah, that guy's paid more dues than most comics that have ever spoken to a microphone. So it's just sad, dude, that we're capitulating and the 99% are affected for the, the, the feelings of less than 1%. So. Yeah, it's, it's so ridiculous dude and you know i just know uh trans out there that you know their their career was beyond struggling and they became trans and then all of a sudden you saw them getting all these shows and they got picked up for a modeling gig and you're like you know and i'm sorry dude i'm sorry do listen i live in a real world with real life okay and when i see mental illness on the streets, a lot of it is some dude in a dress walking around with a fucked up wig on. So I'm starting <laughs> like I'm starting a get trans better wigs charity. Maybe that will help them center it. But don't tell me when you're like when I watch commercials for pharmaceutical drugs for little things that aren't even that big, and they're like one of the side effects is suicide. Suicidal thoughts. Don't tell me banging yourself with hormones won't cause the same thing. Don't tell me that they're killing themselves, that 50% of trans off themselves because of societal norms. And it's not that they're they're living a dangerous lifestyle, meaning drugs, alcohol, on the streets where there's a lot of violence. And now they're hitting themselves with hormones, which fucks up your cheek. Don't tell me that doesn't lead into why we're seeing such a huge, huge fucking number of them killing themselves.
I believe this. The stat is you're 20 times more likely if you transition your sex. But like Sam, this is nothing new. I mean, if you, you know, any doctor, even your general practitioner, if you say, oh, I'm depressed or I'm suffering from depression, they're going to give you an SSRI that suicidal idolization is one of the first side effects. So that's where we're in the upside down world. When a kid says, oh, I'm depressed or I can't, you know, I, you know, I'm having trouble, you know, socializing with people. They're going to give you a medicine that makes you idolize the idea of killing yourself. Because like you say, you say all the time, the loose or they want you in a negative vibrational state they literally want us to kill ourselves they want to make life so terrible here on earth so that when they have the metaverse when the metaverse is up and running and they have the glove that's just like touching a real ass cheek and they can put the device on your penis and it's just like having sex you're gonna they're gonna say well life is so bad here on earth climate change is causing a problem even though obama has a house on martha's vineyard right on the water and so did bill gates bought a 35 million dollar house but they're gonna say oh climate change we're gonna be underwater so you know what you need to do under the guise of social justice you need to plug into the metaverse you can you can live instead of living for 75 years here on earth you're going to live for a thousand years in the metaverse and people are going to run to it sam just like they run for the the ssris that make them want to kill themselves because it's all a strategic plan to make our life hell on earth so that we'll get off this earth and that's the biggest lies they want to make you feel like you're some sort of cosmic accident that everything came from the big bang and that nothing matters when in reality at one point you had eight thousand great great grandparents that had to have sex exactly at that time and for them all to live their life and not get hit by a car or run over by a donkey in order for you to be here so that's the thing is they take away your loose they take away that special something inside of you and in order to manipulate you and literally kill you or make you kill yourself. So I've been, uh, I, I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, I don't think they want to get us off. I think they want to trap us here because they can't leave. And that's just this weird programming of this place. But that's exactly what we're seeing. And, you know, I mean, I, again, you, you say you're liberal. I, I, I talk about I'm a libertarian liberal. I think Pasta came on, said that as well. And I, I really relate to that at where I am. I'm like, live and let live and keep the government out of my fucking life. And that's really what I'm about. But when you t listen, there was a time where the Republicans were on the wrong side of everything. And now it's the Democrats on the wrong side of everything. So, but what you have to understand is like, if you think it's R's and D's, you're really fucking up here. Okay. You're really fucking up. It is all Bush, death, clan, world economic forum, fucking Nazis that are fucking waging war against us. And the whole, what I'm really starting to wonder is like, I mean, can you ever take your eye off the ball? They are unrelenting. You need to stop. I mean, the Republicans are doing the exact same thing the Democrats are doing in LA, okay, or in California. I just paid $7 for gas. $7. Yep. We have fucking- going to go up. We have, we're having elections coming on. What part of these rich elite liberals are going to have the balls to not vote for the group that has allowed us to have $7 gas crime waves? And by the way, by the way, it only became a crime wave because they started robbing people in Beverly Hills. It's, and I was hoping BLM would go to Beverly Hills. There were riots back then. But Sam, let me make this point. This is the biggest problem they did it in New York. What happens is my family were actually in the bail bond business. They got rid of bail bonds. And the reason why you need that is our police is that they're overwhelmed. They can't arrest a criminal and then make sure they go to court. So what's happening is these criminals 
officials know a 23-year-old UCLA grad student was stabbed to death in a high-end furniture store in Los Angeles by a guy that had 17 prior arrests, a guy that should have been in jail for the rest of his life. But under the guise of social justice, they say, oh, having a bail bondsman is uh, racist. And they can sign the same form that you would sign for a public defender. You can say, I'm super poor and I can get out of jail. Yet you couldn't sign that form. I couldn't sign that form. XG couldn't sign that form because they could prove that we weren't homeless. So you're going to let all these homeless people on the street commit crimes. And that's what's happening is they're literally poisoning us. The guys like George Soros and the World Economic Forum, they're laughing at us. They're talking about a global reset. And it's more than just a pandemic. This is a financial reset where they're making it where the middle class is dead, where you're not even going to be able to fill up your Honda Civic. And they're going to say, Jen Sackers is there go, well, you should buy an electric car. Bitch, I don't have 50K to get a loan to buy an electric car. But they laugh at us, they pee on us, and they tell us it's raining, Sam. And you know that, and I know that. And the biggest place where there's the most disproportionate middle class is in Los Angeles. You can't be a middle class person. They're making apartments so expensive. Then you have BlackRock, like I said, artificially inflating the value of these houses because they're using funny money to buy it. So that's what's happening. It's a destabilization of the middle class to just make it where it's ultra rich elites and super poor people that rely on the government that can go commit crimes and get out of jail willy-nilly so, so it's scary and you couldn't be more wrong it's being done purposefully to to mm. completely and utterly go to war with us and here's the thing it's literally he, he couldn't be more wrong he right. couldn't be more right, more right. I meant say, sorry about that you couldn't be more right here's the whole thing it's literally humanity versus astroturfing on the internet these blue check mark people, most of them aren't even real. Okay. These fake fucking dead accounts, dead internet. Uh, and they're just pushing this narrative that this very small group of people thinks behind them. And the truth is, they are not. And, you know, I just today or two days ago canceled my Disney Plus. And I, like, I was there. I didn't believe it because we were talking on the way here and, he, and I told him how many people had canceled their account. And he's like, holy shit. And he's like, I'm going to do it. And he kind of looked at it, and then he woke up. He's like, I did it. I, I had no idea what the yeah, fuck he was we'll talking see. about. We'll see when Mandalorian is back. We'll see. We'll see. I, 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 I got to say one thing. Have you seen how many people have canceled their Disney subscription three or four times? There's a lot of people who tweet. They're like, dude, you canceled. This is the third time. A lot of like, conservative people. Like, this so is the third time you canceled your Disney Plus. But sorry, that's go ahead. Clearly, they get that's it back sad. when yeah. Mandalorian is on. And then they Listen, cancel again. Dude, hey, but that, mean, that's cool, though. At least you're not giving them mon money every month. Yeah, I mean, It's a little better. But I love that people are like, my favorite thing is like when people on the left are like, oh, I got, oh great. They lost like $1.8 billion uh, of their $100 billion. And, hey, dude, $1.8 billion, I don't care how much money you have, is a lot of money. It doesn't matter. It's still a lot of money. Okay? Unless you come out openly as a trillionaire, it's still a lot of money. And guess what? This is why I always say the right is fucking way more powerful than the left because what the right does is you actually see them bring fucking pain and suffering to what they don't want to do. You look at the Republican Party. They were like desperate because nobody was giving them fucking campaign contributions, okay? So when Disney and all these other companies fucking actually feel it, there's actual movement. What about on the left when they do it? You know what? Nobody does it. What these companies do is they automatically get rid of the person that everyone's complaining about, right? 
Like that is the yeah. action taken. So if Johnny's talking, we find a picture of blackface Johnny, right? Johnny blackface is out there, right? Oh, only, only my mom has those. <laughs> Disney, <laughs> Disney will fire Johnny before the, anyone could ever find out if anyone cares. That's the action. Yeah. Whereas well, the other way, like all the, the Republican Party's like, fuck you. We're not, or I'm not gonna say Republican Party conservatives are like, fuck you, and they get rid of, and then it is actual, real harm being done. I don't care what you say. They always like all, like Al Sharpton, nobody ever boycotted anything. He would be like, I'm boycotting your company. The company would freak out and acquiesce, right? That, there was no actual sign that anything was going to happen. When the right does it, you actually see actual fucking effects happening. Yep. Well, well, I want to make this point. That's because it's it's based on populism. I consider myself really more of a populist. But like you look at it, like when you look at uh, you know the left, like you know their their fake outrage. But see, this is the problem, though, Sam. Is is the right is better at organizing because it's a simple statement of "go woke, get broke," or what is it? You know, "get woke, go broke." Excuse me, I think is a technical term because that's real. Because people don't like all this woke politics. Like I, I was doing a debate about the the transgender swimmer, and I actually had some trans people reach out to me and say they agreed with me. But this is the also problem even though the conservatives now are, are being more right you look at donald trump who cheerleaded the vaccine who screwed over everybody on january 6th so it's the old saying the left wing and the right wing are on the same bird so what people need to do is take accountability and not worry about the r and d like you're talking about and trying to do some sort of identity politics like i was going around and my buddy cassidy campbell he's a big youtuber you should have him on his show because he's got a million subs on youtube he's really funny and Come now he's get kind of weird re- dude well, I'm saying he's reared, yes, but now he's he's kind of, uh, you know, we're going around and we're astroturfing as as Beto supporters, and we're going and talking to people that, oh, I support Beto, and then we start talking about some of the stuff he supports, like the hormone blockers, and like, you that's know, the so gender funny. reassignment surgery for children, and then they realize they're like, oh, yeah, I don't think that's that good, or like, do you think a teacher should talk to a one-year-old about, uh, you know, sex? These people on the left are realizing that, too, so it's just that we're in the upside-down world, where it doesn't even matter what side you are, we're being, we're, we're being <laughs> manipulated on both sides like both sides don't have our back so until people wake up like most of the people on this podcast are realizing that but the sad state of the world is most people have cognitive dissonance they know the government lies to us they know that the government brought in drugs during the iran contra and sold it to all of our citizens they know fentanyl is being rushed to the border but everybody's going on amazon and ordering a ukrainian flag and hanging it up in their front yard yes. about a country they'll never go to yep. couldn't pick it out uh, on a map yeah 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 and it's just like Malcolm X and the Unabomber said, it's rich kids. I mean, so again, going back to California, these people want the balls to not vote Democrat, even though because they have enough money to pay for $7 gas. It does not affect them. If the gas is like this, though, at the end of the year, it, they're going to get slaughtered. I mean, hey, nationally. Guys, it's going up. Guys, go the up. gas is not going to get cheaper hey. anytime soon. Yeah, it's only going to go up because this is part of the climate change agenda. Dude, what we just saw with the pandemic and the Daily Mail, the top article, they gave grades to the top states. Every, every pro-lockdown state got an F. The only place that got A's and B's were Florida and Texas. So we know that locking people down doesn't necessarily stop the spread. As a matter of fact, that we need to build people's immunity. But all this was just a beta test. Like they do the beta test in Australia. They do the beta test in New Zealand. 
for the climate change lockdown. That's why they want you an electric car. So somebody in a button can go, you can't drive except for Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or you can't drive Tuesday, Thursday, because they want to have power over us on every single thing they do. They don't want you to have any freedom. They don't want you to be able to put diesel in your truck and drive around. And they're going to say, well, this is bad for the climate. It's all bull crap. And the pandemics and the lockdowns are only going to get worse. And now what's pissing me off the most is you look at what's happening in Shanghai, China, you see these videos on Twitter of cats and dogs being killed because of uh, because of a viral virus going around. That is a lie. That's meant to make us scared. That's meant to just totally, when I watch that, make me sad because they want to make us depressed. They want to just ruin any oh, happiness. Hold on. And, and you don't, it's very you, sick. You think, you think those, and I'm open mind to this, do you think all those videos aren't real? Well, that's what I'm saying. People say, oh, they're fake. But the, one of those videos I saw were a bunch of dead dogs. So I don't know unless those are actual fake dogs. They look like they were at an animal shelter and all the dogs were actually dead. So uh, listen, I'm a dog expert. I have a bunch of cats. I have toxoplasmosis. That's a parasite <laughs> in the cat's fecal matter that turns you into a crazy cat lady. Yeah. So yeah. I know cats. Yeah, we have a literal crazy cat lady I, I, on one of I, my podcasts. Yeah, I'm a crazy cat lady and I'll be okay with that. But what I'm saying <laughs> is, Sam, those videos, I, I, for some reason, anything on the internet, I'm very skeptical of. But the one where I saw of the dead dogs i just don't unless those are totally fake dogs they looked deader than a doorknob and i mean shanghai they eat dogs the yulin dog meat festival now that is not a conspiracy and the reason why they eat the dogs is they think it gives them sexual um you know it makes their sex life better it gives them harder erections so no dude i would not be surprised if they're going around and killing those dogs and they have dog flavored ramen in china and they're they're saying oh this is we're killing them because uh the virus yet they're using those for you know to have sex magic in some sort of a a, you know weird ritual so so johnny you were talking about before the show how you're kind of tired of is this real or fake Mm, right what are your thoughts on that i mean like because you know we've had people on here you know, um, Robbie. Well, no, I just mean I'm exhausted. You yeah, know? I, mean, well, I think that's what they want. I think they want. Well, of us course, to be Robbie Martin Pasta talking about how the the Uyghur camps are. Uh, it's all psychological military propaganda to get us to hate China. Um, so, so I I don't know what's going on yeah, in that's Shanghai. It. I think we have to. Yeah, but this is one thing. It doesn't matter if they're fake or real, but they're presenting it like it is real. So that means that I'm just saying, so even though it could be fake, that's a lot with like the Joe Biden being in front of a a TV screen and having a fake set. Even if he is some sort of fake president, we don't get to choose. We don't have, we have to accept as a reality as they present it. So that's what's sad about this. Yeah, it could all be fake, but it doesn't make those videos any less, uh, you know, painful to see. So that's the problem is the magician's trick still fools us whether it's fake or not. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. So we go through, you know, I hate R's and D's, right, and lefts. You know, I'm just going to call it, uh, you know, the globalist, you know, of, since 2015. And this is like, think about that. This this kind of ramping up of the craziness, right, happened in 2015, right? Like that kind of started with Hillary Clinton and her scorch the earth attitude. But here we are in 2022, and we're still going through this shit. Seven years of me- like full-on mental warfare. I personally think people are starting to have fatigue from it. They're starting to tune out. I, I like because if I mean if you would have done this Ukrainian thing in 2014, I 
I, I think people be more open-minded to it. But oh, but what, you mean you open-minded to war, like America being involved in a war? Well, maybe I'm wrong on that because I think they tried to do it with Iran and people didn't fall for it. Yeah. So, but I think like all their games are falling, falling to the side. And I think... Well, that's more, assuming we know what their ends are though and what the game is. You know what I mean? I, yeah, that's true. But I mean, but like, we, but we know what the game is. I was just in New York City, and you noticed that that, that went went to the top of the One World Trade Center. So that is a dog whistle. They turn those two towers, and we look at Tower Seven. We look at nine eleven that got us. You know, I think it was perpetrated by people within our own government to start a never-ending war in the Middle East. But you talk about it. This is a globalized plot. It comes out of the Bible, Sam. Genesis chapter eleven, verse nine. You flip that. That's the story of the Tower of Babel, and in that story, it's about a guy named Nim who is a devilish figure that wanted to create a tower to the kingdom of heaven to kill God. And what God did is he made everybody speak like 60 different languages. They couldn't commute with, communicate with each other and they all went their separate ways. So what they're doing, the globalization and the global plan is to reverse engineer that, get us under one ruler, one language, like the emoji language or whatever, you know, however we can all communicate with some sort of inner ear device where we'll be able to just, you know, real time talk to each other. And once they do that, that will literally be Satan ruling the world. So this this isn't some sort of, you know, a goofball uh, seat of their pants thing. This is literally out of the Bible. You look at guys like Aleister Crowley, people that are devil worshipers. They know the Bible better than Christians. And that's literally what is happening. It doesn't matter if you're Jewish, Muslim, whatever. These people will turn scripture and they will invert it. And that's what's happening. It's the inversion of good versus evil. And luckily, I believe good will win, but it's going to be 39 to 38. It's not going to be good's not going to win by two touchdowns. It's going to win by an extra point in overtime. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think that just the rules of the universe are so much bigger than any of these fucking fuck faces, all the black yeah. nobility, all them. It's just going to get really dark. I just think specifically with this, I'm not quite sure what the end is with the Ukraine thing. I think it could be that they're just trying to pile on so much shit so that when they actually do something where everybody's just like, oh, this is obviously fake, too. You know what I mean? And, and, and yeah, But, Johnny, we just got out of a 20-year war in Afghanistan. The military-industrial complex, they want to sell tanks. They want another nuclear yeah. submarine. So they're looking at this as just an opportunity to go dog whistle, I mean, to go uh, virtue signal and sell tanks to Ukraine. Just look at Vladimir Zelensky. He's at the Grammys, and Sam had a good tweet talking about I think how, we're on the same page, it, by the way, yeah. Alex. I, I think no, we're no, agreeing. I agree. No, I'm just saying, but this is the problem with the war, though, is, is, is every single war is fought for bankers. You look at Vietnam. They had a false flag attack the gulf of tonkin yeah. we have never had a just war after world war ii operation paperclip we brought all the top nazis and Werner von braun and ingratiated them into america so this is what's happening no war is just and anybody cheerleading for any war whatsoever as a human beings we should be able to have conflict intervention and talk about our problems yes, yes. but no we have evil people that are saying we need to shoot kids we need to shoot cats and the only way we can solve it is by putting a bullet to your head that's the problem with society yeah it's just super crazy how it's like you know we had people like offended you remember when people were offended that you associated uh coronavirus with asian people mm -hmm. and how they were like we can't i mean liberals losing their fucking skulls now these people are like openly okay with saying we should kill russians i mean like if someone needs to tell me what russia has done to the united states Tell, like, dude, is this? I, I just made no doubts about it. Putin was a Clinton guy. The yeah. Clintons installed Boris Yeltsin. Boris Yeltsin asked the Clintons if it was okay to put Putin in. Now, uh, Alex, a buddy of mine, does Skeptico podcast. He brought up a good point. 
did Putin enter the Ukraine because the narrative of COVID was dying? And it's like, who did we see? Why would he... What's the logic behind that? Because it changes the narrative yeah. from this dying thing. And if we take a look at the pa- the uh, the Panama Papers and the um, Pandora Papers, you remember everyone was like, Putin's side bitch got $100 million. His side bitch. Dude, he's got, he's so, he, he's loaded. He's the richest guy in the world. And, and wait, one thing is we don't want to, the only reason I don't want to cheerlead for Russia either is because Putin will, you know, supposedly kill a journalist that even speaks out against him. Yeah. But you're right. It's like, what has Russia done? You know, why do we even care the about the only thing I can think Ukraine? of is the cyber warfare, if you believe that, that they're constantly trying to hack our infrastructure. And that's, that's the only thing that I, 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 think I don't of. believe it. I'm not saying it's not yeah, happening. No, but that's the only thing I can think of. their narrative is I don't believe it. And it's just like, yes. I, again, like I do this with like Israel. I can separate Israelis from the Israeli government, just like I separate America from the American government or the Canadians from the Canadian government. The Russians, I am. I, it is of my belief that Putin is put there to suppress the Russian people and what could be Tataria. So, not that there's giants running around Russia, but like the, where the empire could be evidence of it. <laughs> yeah. You know, so they're suppressing them. And that is what Putin's job has been from the start. Putin took the fucking, the, 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 the oil company and all that was of the people and gave it to the oligarchy of Russia. So it's like, Putin is playing this game. He was a World Economic Forum person. He supposedly is a Freemason. You know, like, uh, you know, what he, again, went into Russia. I went into the Ukraine right after the COVID narrative started dying. Who's not getting fucked with? Putin. Who's not getting fucked with? The Ukrainian piece of shit guy. What's his name? Uh, Zelensky. Zelensky. But what, and, Zelensky. what do you mean not getting and, fucked with? And also, you know, Putin's being chased around by a thyroid cancer doctor. They're saying they said that he has, you know, some sort of terminal cancer that he won't admit. But you're you're 100 right. And you see the videos. Maybe they're fake of of the Ukrainians shooting, you know, uh, Russians that are surrendering. They're shooting him in the leg and shooting him, killing him in the head. So what this is doing, it doesn't matter what side you're on. You know, maybe they're trying to, you know, uh, take out Russia because of you know the whole uh, Russian collusion of the 2016 election. There's a million reasons why we can say, oh. We need to start a war with Russia. But at the end of the day, you know, I know, Johnny knows, XG knows. It's all fake. It's all bullcrap that doesn't really matter to a person that's in Los Angeles, California, paying $10 a gallon of gas. And that, and this is the problem. Joe Biden and them, they've blamed every bit of inflation on Putin. So if you guys can't see that they're using him as an escape goat to blame all the terrible stuff that they're causing, then you're blind to what's happening, in my opinion. I couldn't agree more, dude. It's a very... Very, very well orchestrated <coughs> um, cover up. All they do is well orchestrated, though. Yeah. Everything they do. Dude, everything is orchestrated. And that's why, yeah. like, more and more, we have to do what Alex is doing, which is fucking local. Again, start your own, start your own militia, man. Crossbows <laughs> and dirt bikes, bro. Get a militia. Do not get guns. Don't get crossbows. Don't okay. listen. Get what, guns. Okay. Where did that come from? What? Why, why are we buying crossbows? I well, saw that's you get so one. So your chick can sit on the back and just start hitting them. 
bam, bam with automatic crossbows. I'm just you saying. Can, you can buy them on Amazon. You can get a crossbow on Amazon with no background checks. So you look less suspicious. He's kind of smart. Yeah, I think Sam's actually got a good point. See, he's a comedian. He's creative. Yeah, he's but if I want to get. just buy an AK-47. Get something that looks a little less Let's see uh, how sketchy. that works. I'll be 100 yards away with my AK-47, and, and you have your crossbow, and let's see who wins that fight. Yeah, but, dude, if we really have to fight, and they really put tanks on the ground, and they come to your neighborhood, you're screwed anyway. So it's not no, about No, you say that, that but that's not necessarily true. There are a lot of ways to defeat tanks. Well, I okay, listen, you in look at the war setting. in Ukraine, you look at the war in Ukraine, and yeah, there are citizens saying, oh, they're going to win Kiev or whatever, but at the end of the day, they can always just drop a bomb on you. So Whoa. I'm guessing, I'm not saying we shouldn't protect ourselves, but at the same time, we need to be based in reality and like uh, have gratitude for our life because it could be way worse. Paying this gas, paying all this, you know, having, you know, being a debt slave, really at the end of the day, it could be much worse because Sam knows guys that, you know, killed themselves and were successful people and I I know people that have died from drug overdoses and stuff. So what my point is, I lost my mom recently. What I'm saying is life is short. Life is fleeting. So they want us constantly scared about World War III. They kind of want you in this mental matrix of constant fear and fight or flight. So really, for the people listening to this, and that's the problem with the conspiracy world, sometimes we get this hopeless demeanor about ourselves. There is still hope. I know it's hard to find it, and I know we're fighting a technocracy. We're fighting people within from Israel to Russia, from XYZ. It doesn't matter what country that want to take away your loose and take away your happiness but at some point no matter how bad it gets it could be worse and finding gratitude and appreciation for what we have i think is one of the biggest uh, battles to these people and that's how we keep our sanity i i, I completely and utterly agree with you man get out of it i know we talk about it here but it's like hey i mean this is just because people want to know what's going on but the more deeper and deeper we go the deeper and deeper we go the more and more I'm starting to realize that, like, hey man, work on you. We had a we we did we had a great time in Corpus Christi. Great time. We had a great time in El Paso. Yeah. Well. But like, we had a young lady come up during Swarm Tank, and be like, hey, you know, I'm I came here not believing in conspiracies, and I, you guys piqued my interest. She goes, I don't believe in God, and I and I go there. That's it, man. They got you right there. Yeah. They got you believing that this is just yeah. all random. And then, but when you shit. say that, you're not talking about religion either, though. No, yeah, I'm not. religion's yeah, not, terrible. Yeah. But I'm I, also I think like organized religion's bad. I also like as if you want to believe in organized religion, as long as that makes you a better person. But the minute you start wanting to take out other people that don't see the world, you're just as bad as social justice warriors. You're just as bad as this super extreme Christian right that drove everybody away from religion because or spirituality because they were that's what they were there to do. That Sam, one. I got to make this point. You're right. All these people that claim to be Christian are the most judgmental people. That's why they they, they turn off Christianity. So you you just a real, like what you just said is brilliant for the people watching out there that like you know they're the woke Christians. Some of the Christianity stuff is all judgmental. The only person supposed to judge is God. So we need to be less judgmental of others and be more accepting. That's that's a huge thing. No matter what religion people, you know, whatever way they connect to God or their version of God, you shouldn't judge other people for that. You yeah, should embrace I it totally or accept agree. it. At that and it's just like and i was reading the kabbalah i'm trying to get through it man but i'm at this one chapter that said something so profound and it's like if anyone tries to tell you what god is they are fools because yeah. god is so complex we can't even begin to understand it with our minds 
It is so beyond our understanding, which brings us to what I've always been saying, that our bodies are these, these sumo fat suits that are met because inside all of us is this universe. We are part of God. We are God. So can, now that you say that, it reminds me when people talk about DMT. And now how you, tell D- how you can't explain it to anybody, how yeah. you try it with like there's dimensions. That's how I feel. And if you say it's in you, it could be like how you talk. Try DMT. It's all spiritual. People say you get very spiritual when you try DMT. Yeah, for sure. And I sure. think you see the same thing. It's all like molecules Dude, and shapes. Anybody shape. trying to tell you what God is and how God operates and all that stuff outside of love and helping others is 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 clue. I mean, it's so much more advanced. Us. It's like when I try to get people to describe what ether is, right? It's yeah. like what is it? And they're like, well, that's it. and you're like, no, that's not it. It's way beyond that. It's so. It's like whatever the wave is going through. What? And like, what is that? And it's like every. I've had. Listen, tweet me, email me, send me a video, explain to me what it is in a way that I could tell stupid people because I flunked first grade. What is it? Well, I mean, the ether is like that thing that's around us that we can't tell. But to your point, I want to say this is that we we are a soul that has a body. Like you're not a thumb that has a soul. You're a soul that happens to have a thumb. You're a soul that happens to have a meat suit. So there is something that is inside us that is some sort of interdimensional being. Now, where does that dimension go? What is the next level? How does that connect to God? I don't know that. There's a bunch of different books and a bunch of different religions that will tell you that. But if you don't realize that there is something special inside of you that they want to tap and they want to extract like oil out of the ground, then you're wrong. So do not give them that. Do not give your spiritual being away to literal Satanists that want to make your life terrible so bad that you kill yourself. Yeah, I totally agree with that, man. I totally 100% agree with that. If you're like, dude, please stop telling people how to live their life when you're on a thousand medications. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. If you're on a thousand medications, you're not living your life. You're numbing yourself to your experience that you're having. And all that is being done purposely. It is not about fucking money. These pharmaceutical companies don't give a fuck about money. They say they do. But it's really about just dark arts, occult magic. Now, magic can't be light or dark. It's how it's applied, okay? How it is applied and what they're doing is applying to darkness. They want you to keep going down this fucking journey where you're working a job you hate, you're in a relationship you hate, you're not happy where you are in your life, and they don't want you to change it. What they want you to do is take drugs so you numb and you just keep going deeper and deeper into this thing that is making you miserable. That's what they want. Okay. And it's just like, you know, I had a great conversation with somebody over the weekend. She showed up to the show and she was big on the, um, on the tinfoil hat, uh, telegram. And then she disappeared and everyone got really nervous. So I, they got me her number. I contacted her and we had talked and she showed up to tell me that she was one hour away from killing herself. She was going to kill herself when I called and she came to the show and it was so great to see her. And it's just like, cause I just lost a friend. What we're trying to confirm that she's no longer with us, but I just lost a friend and I've lost so many friends over this, especially this mental warfare we have, you know, when Bill Gates said 10, 10% of population is going to go, it may not be from just a vaccine. It could be from people not being able to, to 
handle it handle what's yeah. going on because they're not looking inside they're not looking spiritual they're not looking any of that into that you know it's like why do i do cash daddy says because cash daddy is all about take control of yourself and i think taking control of your finances and your career and becoming your own boss is one of the greatest steps to spirituality not working a job that is killing you now not everybody can do that well that's what other people say i believe everybody can do that but this is what's going on they are they want you to numb out and go down and be miserable okay well, sam i mean brody stevens one of the funniest comedians ever r.i.p i mean whenever he had mental health issues all they do is give you medicine give you medicine and that same medicine that they give you gives you the suicidal idolization and that's not done on accident it's not that's not a monetary thing that's an evil sinister dark art uh, dark magic whatever you want to call it uh, initiation ritual into hell and that's really where we're at it's like tricking people into killing themselves and it's just sad that like super special hilarious talented people get taken out whether they do it you know purposely accidental with drugs it, it's really sad that it's so uh, so abundant and i know people that the same thing has happened to it it makes me sick to my stomach it that is weird super yeah. so uh, it makes me super sad too and it's just like you know i'm gonna tell you something if you're really sad and you really want to check out, if you just do something for me and I'll tell you, change your life, write down just every day, write down five things you're thankful for and then do this. Help three people that day without expecting anything back. You do that for a month. I guarantee you, you're not going to want to off yourself because you'll understand that the world, the Kabbalion, man, and I, somebody said the Kabbalion is just Scientology. No, Scientology is hijacked. I don't even know if it's the same thing because I don't know what's in Scientology. I don't study it at all. But, but, so, oh, that's just, it's not, dude. This thing was around before it's Scientology. Okay? And this thing is about her, the hermetic principles. That's all Kabbalion is about, is the hermetic principles. And I, like, I just studying this thing and it's, I'm just like, boom, boom, boom. It's like all resonating yeah. with me, man. But listen, if you just help others, your life will fucking change. And it doesn't have to be those. It could be dogs. Go help out some dogs. Like at the, at the pet shelter, others, you'll love the dogs. Yeah. Is, help out others. Yeah. Show and it could yeah, be help, helping does. No, helping does a thing, but this is another thing I want to tell people. This is a little trick in the old people don't realize this is the only thing that you can take with you when you die is credit card debt. So if you're that depressed and you really are going to kill yourself, you better go get a freaking credit card and go spend and go have fun, go on a vacation, do something because it's not going to matter. You know what I mean? Go do something. Like if you really said, oh, I want to put this bullet in because there are people that do that. Go get a credit card and go take yourself on a week long vacation. Do something, do anything else than killing yourself because i promise you it's this is a chinese proverb and i hate to quote dan bilzerian but he said this on joe rogan let me finish with this it's called the proverb of the chinese farmer Chinese farmer, one day his horse ran away and everybody in the town said, oh, that's so bad. Your horse ran away. How are you going to farm? And the Chinese farmer goes, maybe. Then the next day, his horse came back with seven other wild horses and everybody in the town's like, congratulations. That's so good. You got all these extra horses. You'll be able to farm more, way more. And the Chinese farmer goes, maybe. Then the next day, his son is, is tending to the horses and one of the wild horses tramples on his son's leg, temporarily paralyzing him. And everybody in the town like, oh, that's so terrible. And the Chinese farmer goes, maybe. Maybe. And then the next day, the draft service comes and they overlook his son because they see that his legs are mangled and they don't draft him. I and mean, everybody in the town goes to the Chinese farmer and goes, congratulations, that's so good. And the Chinese farmer says, 
Maybe. Because, guys, you can't see the forest for the tree in front of your face. So it's like we got to have perspective. You don't even know what the worst thing in the world is till you get perspective from it. So the thing that's going to make you kill yourself or make you super depressed, looking at it later on might have been the best thing to ever happen to you in your life. I mean, what do you got to lose, dude? What do you got to lose? He's got a good. He's got a good little logic. If you're gonna kill yourself, you might as well fucking go in debt, go on a little cruise, fucking <laughs> well, try to have some fun. That's pretty funny about that. Guy wants to kill himself, so he just goes to Mexico, gets coke and hookers, and lives a happy life. Except you know, there. I'm just telling you, man. Like it's like okay, I, I want to kill myself. Why not just make a list of all the coolest thing you've ever want to do, and just once you finish that list. Then you could do it. Then do it. Go. <laughs> I want to go skydiving, which Johnny and I hate. I did skydiving yeah, once. I can't take yeah. this shit. Uh, I want to go to see the world. I want to go to the jungle. I want to. I want to learn karate. I want. I want. To, then I'll blow myself yeah. up, or I'll blow. Like my you should. Up. Like you should have sold your car before you blow yourself. No. Like you you should have yeah. sold your car so you can use that money. What do you need your car for? Use that money, have some fun, give it to someone that you should definitely think about. Yeah, go help you some go. people. Feel yeah. better about it. Feel your boop 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 boop. <laughs> But, they, dude, but Sam, helping yeah. other people makes you feel better. It's weird. It, it sounds anecdotal, but there's something about it, doing helping other people. And that's, that's what some people dedicate their life to helping other people. But just doing that will make your self-esteem better in a weird way. Yeah. And, and listen, dude, don't join any group. Don't be like, I'm going to go work at the Salvation. Don't join any group. Do it yourself. Work local. Alex Stein is a great example of how you have to work local go to your city council meetings and fucking drive them nuts drive them <laughs> nuts get them to quit don't fucking stop run for city council meeting unless you're like us a bunch of fucking weirdos and probably can't run for anything ever in our life fucking i can't even run a marathon i'm such a weirdo but the point is like just do that get involved go to your this is it man well i'm getting tired this is what's all about dude it's like, this is everything. Get off of TikTok for fucking two seconds watching shitty hot chick comedy. Watch me. Watch my tits bounce and people stare at them. Ha 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 ha. Get the fuck off that and get engaged. Fucking wage a war on a local level. Fuck, fuck federal. Go local. Start your own militia. Fucking get a group of people that fucking got each other's back. And when shit's the fan, you fucking posse up and you take care of yourself. That's how you fucking do it. They are stop having emotional reactions to everything you see on the news. Assume it's bullshit. Okay. And live your life. Help fucking others and be fucking happy. What are you not happy about? Change it. You can't expect change without making change. It's an old saying. You know what insanity is? Doing the same thing over and over again. Expecting fucking change. And this is what you got to do. Live your life with your head on a swivel. Stop going, I have to do this. And that's the only way I'm going to be happy. Because the universe might have other fucking plans for you. So be open-minded. Just know when the fucking game has changed. And fucking work harder that way. Be open-minded to everything, and it will fucking change. And for anybody who thinks that Sam's faking the funk, he's not. This motherfucker collects cans for other people, and he has random shoes in the back of his car for homeless fucking people. Homeless people yeah. I'm trying for everybody to who thinks that he's faking the funk, he literally collects cans and does that shit. Fuck you, Johnny. <laughs> hey, no, no. Well, no, he well, does one thing. He, wait up. Sorry, sorry, Alex. He does one thing that usually people that do that, he doesn't. He doesn't record that shit. 
He doesn't go on Instagram and record nah, it and be like, it, Johnny, I know what you're going to say, Johnny. What? You're going to be, oh, but he talks about it on his podcast. You were about to say no, that. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. No. Okay. That's, it's, not, it's not well, as no. a big of a flex. I wish I thought of that. And I talked about no, it. I'm the one who brought it up this time. You're not a virtue singler. No, I, I got to say this. You're not a virtue singler. But to end, to the end the podcast or whatever, guys, this is another thing. How come that's every guest happen? wants to get off this show quick? No, I don't <laughs> want to get off this like, I got to go. No, I don't. What I'm saying no, is this, fine, I'm gonna end this point. I got it all day. We need to be unapologetically ourselves. Dude, everybody's worried about fitting in and worrying about the opinion of others. And let me tell you something. Your biggest hater is somebody close to you and your biggest fan is a stranger. And that might be at work. That might be at any level. So, guys, just be unapologetically yourself. Don't worry about the opinion of others and your depression and a lot of your anxiety that you have because you're worried about what people think about you. People aren't going to like you no matter what you do. So don't capitulate to other people. Don't bend over backwards for people that won't do the same for you. Be yourself. Alex, and that's what you're doing. And, dude, I, you know, I just... I just learned to. Oh, we'll wrap it up because Alex has to go. Uh, no, but, I don't. No, I just, Alex, you it's just fine. It I no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I, I love I, you, I don't buddy. Want to see you like that. But I just I guess we say, know who our biggest hater is. Now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I, I, I can read energies. I've done it in comedy, and I, I just like, I just all this stuff that I kind of like come on the show going. This is kind of how I feel, and like, I just, you know, have. Um, and we've been way more right than we've been wrong. We talk about our batting average is probably 950. We got a couple things wrong with Q. And Johnny didn't think Trump was going to win. And Johnny was right. And I, maybe I, I was stupid to believe that. And I'm fine with that. Because I'll admit when I'm Well, wrong. they cheated. They cheated. Yeah, but, but Johnny, Johnny said that. That was part of the bet. But Alex, the point <laughs> is this. Is that I, I knew you were going to blow up. Because I just I can read energies. And everything you're doing is exactly what you should be doing. And you need to be proud of what you've done. Because there's a lot of people who try this and so many people give up. But you know what, Alex? You you bet on yourself and you fucking hit it. And this is the beginning of a lot of beautiful stuff. The only thing I will ever say, and I say this to everybody, is like, always remember, always remember, is like the key to everything is to just be doing it for the right purpose, being to to do it for right. I, so, and you're not an edgelord, but I have a lot of friends of mine who are edgelords who just say edgy shit, but then you just got to keep getting edgier and edgier and edgier, and eventually you fall off the end. If you do it for the right reasons, which is questioning, taking truth to power, and fucking fighting for the little guys, you'll always be on the right side of everything and they'll never be able to kneecap you. When you fucking fake the funk on a nasty dunk and you're fucking just doing it because you got to be the edgy guy, that's when they get you every time. So you're doing great. You're killing it. Just do it for the right reasons, which you are, and you will, dude, the sky is the fucking limit, Alex. Well, Sam, let me ask you this, because I respect your opinion so much, you know, and like now, you know, media companies are reaching out to me. You know, should I stay independent or should I bow down? Because, you know, as soon as you sign a contract, whether they have the best intentions or not, they own you. They're going to be in between you and the means of your production. And guys like you, nobody can tell you what to do. You're your own boss. So I guess that's what is your opinion? What would you tell Alex Stein to do? Should I sign with somebody or should I stay independent and, you know, just have to fight the battle by myself? I would love to hear what your guys' thoughts on that because for me, it's like if you're going to sign something, like the best entertainment that was on television forever was what? It was us, uh, um, South Park, the first couple seasons of Dave Chappelle and Louis show. And what did all those three things have in common? The suits had zero say in content. 
So if you can write a contract that says, I received no notes, you cannot tell me what to do with my con- with my content, uh, I can just upload it and do it. Maybe if it, it equals something. It's just yeah. like, I know with Joe Rogan, they would Spotify would love to be able to control them, but they can't. Yeah. I know he. I know Joe has taken down a couple episodes, but I think it's because he generally feels bad, and he, you know, we don't know what's like to be the biggest guy in the thing and have the world coming at you for a little while. But if if you can do that, that's up to you. Now, I've 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 enjoyed it. Now, when I got kicked off of YouTube or I was censored on YouTube, I saw all my friends getting all these kind of 100,000, 200,000 views. The plaques. The plaques. When people get the plaques of 100 subscribers, we'll never get that. I got sad because they were like, we used to get numbers like that. Now we don't. But now our numbers on our audio is starting to skyrocket again. So it's like you'll get there. It's just like how soon do you want to get there? How often? You know, because... If you have a moment going, uh, that's going to fuck yeah. you up. Yeah. What I would say, what I would say, if you're going to sign a contract, it has to be life-changing. It has to be life-changing. That's a changing. great point. Don't yeah, sign a contract a for $10,000. Sign it where it's life-changing where you're like, well, fuck it. Who cares? Life-changing. And I, I mean, I hung out with a couple rappers. If they're hitting you up, ask for double. They're already hitting you up and you're already big enough. You're Alex Stein. You already got a name. You said media companies. You didn't say one company. You said media yeah, companies multiple, are hitting yeah, me up. Multiple companies yeah. have hit me so up. So let them know. I got other companies too, hitting me up. Ask for more money. If so it has to be life changing. I always give both sides of it. So Ryan Long, who was just on Broken Sim. Yeah, Ryan Long's a great guy. I was just on his show too, but he we we're talking about you, Sam. He's a big fan of yours. Well, so we love ahead. him. We love yeah. Ryan Long. And I love what he's doing. And he came to me. And he said, you know, I got these people, hit me up, what do you think? And I, I knew it was to control him. Oh, easy. They, they, they flood you with the money to control you. And he didn't end up doing it, and it was a smart thing. Because once they get him as a staff writer on these dog shit fucking late night talk shows, they're going to flood you with money. You become addicted to that money and you don't want to do anything to lose that money. So you have to understand that like they might be trying to silence you by flooding you with money. There's well, like, it's funny. You mentioned Ryan Long. He said stay independent as long as possible. And that, that's why he doesn't want to be pigeonholed by, you know, he's had conservative companies reach out to him and he said no. What do you think? So it's Alex? like, well, the Blaze, I mean, just to be in all honesty, Glenn Beck's company, you know, they're hot to trot. They like me a lot. I guess host on their show now. And, you know, they've offered me a little bit of money, not that much. But at the same time, Glenn Beck cried when Trump was president, you know, and, uh, and uh, when he won the election. And then he also has a Ukraine flag in his bio. So I'm not trying to shit on Glenn Beck. I'm just saying once you sign a com- once you sign a deal yep. with this company, yep. I know they don't like me talking about the moon landing. I know they don't want me talking about the shape of the earth. I know that. So, so so it's like am I going to be myself? Am I sacrificing, you know, my integrity for like a little bit of money? Yeah, it's probably like more money than I'm making now, but it's not some sort of money that's going to make me rich for, you know, eternity or anything. Alex, how old are you? I'm 35. 35. Yeah. I'm older I than mean, I look. like, dude. No, you're you you're killing it, and you're doing great. And the thing about you, Alex, is like you don't ever have to worry about your age because you're always going. You're interesting, and that's like interesting never gets old. So the notion of like, oh, I'm 35. I'm hurt. No, I, I think you answered your own question. Uh, I, I would tend to agree with what uh, Ryan told you. 
Uh, and because that's why I told Ryan, like, don't let them get their hands on you. Now the blaze is a little different because we think it's, you know, it's more, uh, it's like the right and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, the pendulum swings brother and you don't know when the right's going to be suddenly the, the botards, the political retards. So you never know. So I think you're onto a good thing. I would let it roll. And then if you said a little money that right there told me what yeah. you should do. It's like, yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. I mean, it's let's you know, not that much money, no, Alex, you know, less, less than a hundred thousand bucks a year. Alex, listen to me. Are you on tour yet? No, but I need to go on tour. All That's right. what everybody's saying. Don't hang go. up. I'm going to talk to you after. Okay. okay. All right. All yeah. right we're going to talk after. I think you should stay independent. Now that I think about it. I think 100%. you should stay independent until the money gets stupid. And then mm. it should always be like, I get zero notes. You're yeah. just, you're putting up what I tell you to put up. And if it's just two old dudes doing lemon party, you're going to fucking put it out. And that's how <laughs> we fucking go. So guys, uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was a pleasure to talk to Alex. He stepped up. Uh, the guest I was supposed to be on much. I mean, I, I he kind of got screwed because I had to move him off of the Jim Brewer one. So I, I, I still hope we can get him on. And uh, I have none, but I still totally love them, and I'm not mad. Wait, real quick, Sam, I have to cut you off. You've had epic guests lately, Sam. Hi, Jim Brewer, <laughs> dude. You've been on fire. I meant to say that, dude. You've had incredible guests lately. Sorry to cut you off. Well, no, dude. We're very blessed that people like this show. And again, it's like, you know, you let people come on and be themselves. I'm not really here to, you know, control the conversations. I've been talking about this. I really do think the show is a conduit for people to be themselves. And it's more about people being, allowing people to talk and not controlling the issues and let them get away and let people decide, let the, let the readers decide whether they're, they're, they're real or not. Did they, or did they fake the funk on a nasty dunk? But that's about it. Alex, where can they find you? Hey, Conspiracy Castle on YouTube, Alex Don on YouTube. I have a couple channels, and even though YouTube stinks, you can find me. I'm also on Rockfin. You guys can catch me there. And uh, like I say, I'm on Twitter. I'm on all the social media apps that suck. So, you know, in this day and age, if you can't find me, you're obviously not looking. But, uh, you know, go and support Sam. Go and support the content creators that you like because we're talking about being independent. I'm independent. We're not being pumped up by some company run by George Soros or some evil person. So your support goes a lot further when you support us than when you support these evil corporations. All right, Alex, I think you're doing great. And I'm an, uh, it's an honor to, uh, you know, to watch you rise. And I can't wait to see all the great stuff you're doing. And just always remember, do it for the right purpose and everything will follow. And you're doing great. And I'm super excited to see where you go. Thank you guys so much again for tuning in. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed this episode. It was fun. It's fun just to do comedy once in a while, you know. And, you know, we had some great talks. We got spiritual, but it was fun to have just a fun conversation and do that. Hope to see you guys in Virginia. Hope to see you in Baltimore. Hope to see you in Chicago. Hope to see you in Texas and Palmdale. Love you guys. We'll see you soon. Take care. And thank you so much for being a part of my life. We go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack, tin foil hack.